0: has him to do. Um, God was all over that. Again, not a huge, you know, home run and it, it kind of was a home run really, but he, God was all over it. And then as the year went on, we had all kinds of things. Uh, Dayton and I had spent a ton of time with baseball and, and away from church and, and just seeking God in that and, and working through in the summer with baseball. And then in the middle of the year, um, I had this handsome young a young man asked for my daughter's hand in marriage, which kind of just like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? And you try to buckle up and try to figure all that out. And God is in it. It's like we, I prayed for that very moment for both my daughters since they were little, that that God would send them godly men to take care of them and protect them and take over for where I, from for me and just take over. And then you see God just kind of show up in a baptism, right? Um, there was we... Uh, a young lady got baptized here, which brought her brother here, and, and to spend, I spent a ton of time with Brad on the baseball field, tons of time, and to see him and his family in church is just like, you could just see God moving in that, that's not me, that's not, that's not Brad, that's God moving and filling that void and, and making that happen, and it's just been so awesome to watch God move uh, in, in this church and in this family, um, and, and I just can't wait to see what's going to happen next year in this unsettling world. So, but thank you. Oh, my name is Bob Campbell, by the way.
1: Hey, I'm Caden uh, Nutt's dad, Jennifer Nutt's husband. <laughs> <laughs> Ephesians 2 Verses 8, 9, and 10 kind of sum the year up for me. For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Not of works by any any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, this is verse 10, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath prepared for us beforehand. that we should walk.
2: My name's Chuck Woodfin, and as a lot of you guys know, this has been a heck of a year for me. Um, In uh, in, uh, July, I lost my mom, which most of you know. She was a staple around here, and she was incredible. I couldn't ask for a better example of what a a Christian parent, a Christian in general, should be. Um, I thank God so much for uh, making it, possible so we could move back up here to Indiana from Texas and this especially this last year has just been a huge amount of growth for me um miss my mom greatly I miss the calls that we have that we used to discuss whether aliens were in the Bible I kept telling her they were and <laughs> but it was um uh, it was a blessing then um, about three weeks ago, uh, my dad passed away. And that's where God really started working on me. Um, after, I was never close to my dad growing up. He always had the spirit of anger. We were always, our entire family was walking on eggshells whenever he was around. Um, never close. After mom passed, um, my dad and I talked more than than we have the last 30 years. Um, I was really, really unsure of his salvation. I was always, I knew he grew up in the church, same as I did. I know he's heard the word. I used to just say to myself, you know what, it's between him and God because I know he's heard it. But um, it was a struggle and Kevin knows I called and whined to him a few times that whatever God's trying to teach me I wish I'd get it through my head but my dad and I did get to talk and he I honestly believe that he was saved and I talked to this about this with my sister and helped me to witness to her I talked about it with my wife but um one of the things, one of the last things that he told me before he passed away, he goes, he goes, that I'll know I'll get to see Betty again, my mom, again, because I know that she was covered in the blood. And he, she, he said, I am too, and I'm going to see her again. And I praise God for that. So um, God has taught me a lot through this, through this whole thing this year. He's um, showed me that I'm really not a great caregiver, (laughs) but uh, I'm working on it, and I believe that sometime in the future that hopefully I'll be able to use this experience that I've had to help somebody else, and I just want to thank God and praise him for all of it. Thank you.
3: I am Pete's wife. I'm Amanda. This is Amanda. Um, our story kind of goes together. I saw, uh, <laughs> woo, that's Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> um, I saw God in a lot of ways this year. And um, Eric Berry taught us class last year, and it just gave me a lot of boldness to go up to people and pray for them. And um, I mean, I've seen demons cast out, and God used me, and it was amazing. But we have a story. Um, her husband was in the hospital with bowel obstruction and they tried to let it pass for three days terrible pain and I I just felt so compelled to go up there the whole time and I never did and they end up doing surgery the next one morning and I thought well you know miss my opportunity miracle's not going to happen I called her and said hey can I bring you some lunch and she said yeah and I felt so compelled to go So she met me down the lobby. I was like, oh, bummer, because I think I'm supposed to be up in that room. I don't know why. And she goes, hey, do you want to come up? I'm like, yeah, I really want to come up. She said, he's in so much pain. And when I went up there, I don't know Zach real well. I know Amanda really well. And Zach was holding on to the side of the bed, and his face was so red and tears. And he had no relief after this surgery that he was supposed to have, and I was telling Amanda, you got to get him more drugs. I mean, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe this is what, you, what happens after this surgery, and I'm trying to talk to him, and Amanda's calling the nurse, and I've just never seen that much pain on a person. So I said, Amanda, we got to pray over him. So we laid our hands on him, and he starts moving, like getting up, and I'm thinking it's maybe some drugs are kicking in, or and they haven't given him anymore, but I thought maybe something else goes, Zach, Zach, you need to. Lay down. He goes, no, no, no. And I go, do you feel heat all over your body? And he said, I do. And I go, I, th- I think you're getting a healing. He goes, I am getting a healing. And he sat up on the side of that bed, and he got up and eventually got in the chair next to me. The nurses came in to give him medicine, and he said, I don't need it. It was amazing. It was amazing. I've been with
4: him eight years, and I've never heard his testimony until that time yeah he just started talking to us like stuff that i never even knew that he went through Mm -hmm. like it was very amazing and that made me believe more in the lord because i seen it at that time i wasn't baptized yet
3: so that really gave me belief so and then you went out and prayed over somebody on the sidewalk after that
4: the first time ever praying for anybody yeah (laughs) So I'm like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I just laid hands on this woman and I asked her if I could lay hands on her and she was like, Yeah and she she was a alcoholic and she was riding a bicycle and she fell off her bicycle by my house. And I was gonna call the ambulance and she was like, No, 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 because she'd probably go to jail, you know. So I just laid hands on her and she got right back up and rode her bike and took off. Like it was amazing.
3: Yeah. So and Zach's recovery was very amazing after that. So we just give the glory to God and encourage you. You you've got the power. I mean, Jesus, Holy Spirit. Yes. It was a great. I mean, we both walked out of that room. I felt like it was Bible times, like skipping.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: We saw. We got to really experience something huge. It really opened up my eyes. Mm-hmm. And watching Amanda's life has been a miracle. I'm mean, hand to God. So God is alive and well. We just gotta open up. Anything else?
4: I don't know if anybody knows my story or not. Jesus. Gosh. It's a sign. Yeah. I just want to. I had to give up my family in order to (laughs) be on the path that I'm on today.
5: So I don't have any family, no mom, no dad no brothers, no sisters, no nothing. All I have is you guys, and that means a lot. And I just want you guys to know how grateful I am because it is a hard journey when you have no outside support. But since we have become members at the church and our lives are just, it's not always rainbows and butterflies, but it is so amazing. And I can wake up and just say, thank you, Jesus. Before I got baptized and all that, I wasn't grateful. Like, I didn't even know Jesus. I didn't know what he was capable of doing. But he has really touched my family in so many ways. Like, we could still be using drugs and not have our kids. I mean, we could be homeless. I don't know. But today... I am so blessed, and it's amazing, and I just want to thank you guys for being there for my family and my kids. Thank you.
6: Hey, hey, my name is um, Sadie Hudson, and first thing I want to say, I think God did something like right now, because I usually would not come up here and talk in front of a bunch of people. Like, I would pass out. Um, and second, um, something that happened this year that I think, like, I just realized it, like, a month ago that I think God did this, like, in my life was so, for years, I've been praying that my mom would quit smoking. Like, she's smoked since, like, my age. Like, yeah. And, um, you know, since I was, like, born, I've been praying over and over that she would quit smoking. And this year, I think God put someone in her life. Well, I know that, like, someone did come in her life, like, and stuff. But I think God put him there to help her because she came to me, like, few weeks ago and told me like she she usually smokes a pack a day and she came to me and was like all excited and she said it's been a week and I've only smoked one cigarette and she's like starting she like told me that she's starting to quit because this guy like encouraged her to and it's made me so happy so that's something he did
7: Good morning, my name's uh, Mike Nally. I accepted Jesus over here in 2012, and uh, I've taken the long road, um, the long and windy road, you know, and not the straight one to Jesus like I should. But I'd just like to say a little scripture uh, and then tell you a little bit, this short testimony. Um, In John 15, Jesus says, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first, If you belong to the world, it will love you as its own, as it is, you not. I have chosen out of the world, and that's why the world hates you. Uh, So I've been dealing with a lot of the hate in the world and, you know, letting it get to me and not relying on my faith to carry me through. So I kind of didn't get into the Bible and just nothing seemed to work very well most of the whole year. And... uh, here towards the end of the year, we had a brother pass away and my father-in-law recently. So I got back into the Bible and uh, started reading, a, trying to memorize a Sermon on the Mount. And in there, it tells me just about everything that we should do. And uh, So I read it a couple of days and then stopped. And right after that, like both of my cars broke down on the same day, you know. I'm like okay you know he's trying to guide me and I'm just not being obedient about the way it should be so uh I got back into the bible and Matthew says seek his kingdom and his righteous first and then all these things will be given to you and that pretty much is everything that you need so our pastor, Pete, told me one day when I was playing what he called Bible roulette, where you just open up the Bible and see what it says. So after the car break down and everything, I'm like, all right. And I go up first thing in the morning before I do anything else early in the morning, take the Bible. I'm like, you're going to do it. <laughs> I played Bible roulette. And when I opened it up, I was at the very first page of the New Testament. And i was overwhelmed with joy at that point i'm like my spirit was lifted i'm like i just can't i do believe you know but how can this happen for me just to that one page so i started in the genealogy and i've been reading i just finished matthew getting up each morning and reading in it uh, and that day that i'd done it Before then, I was laying around in depression, not getting anything accomplished, and I mainly thinking I was wasting God's time, not mine. So after I read that, my spirit was lifted, and uh, that day I had the most productive day that I ever had, you know, in a long time. Just every little thing, fix this thing, do that, stay busy, you know, use his time for good. And... uh, it just lifted me up, and since then, like I said, I've been, you know, into the Bible, and I need to stay there. Uh, we have the world against us, and this is the wrong time to, you know, fear that. Now is the time for us all to be together in unity. And one other scripture in John 15 says, When the counselor comes, uh I will send, excuse me. Well, pretty much what he says when the counselor comes, I will send out from the Father to you, and the Spirit of truth will go out to testify about me, and so much you testify, because I've been with you from the beginning. And that's about all I got, is a simple message, just... You know, now's the time to run to God instead of, you know, shy away and not obey. Thank you.
8: I believe I'm even up here. Honestly, I'm about to start all my eyes because I'm so scared. Honestly, um, okay. Um, so I'm Allie Muse, daughter of Eric, Erica Muse, and soon-to-be stepdaughter of John, John Schubert. Whatever. But like, late. Um, this happened like a month ago. Um, yeah. But like. Really scared, cause most of my life. But like, yeah, most of my life, I never really had a dad, and I was fine with that. But like, n- last month, uh, that guy—I don't know where he is—but he's like half bald. But like, uh, that was mean. You have hair there. But um, he proposed to my mom, and I was angry. I was scared and I don't really know how to deal with it still. And I'm gonna ruin my makeup. But, like, it's really scary because when, you, when most of your time you've been living without, like, you have a grudge against someone, oh, I gotta plan this all out. But, like, it's actually kind of scary when, like, I said that, but, um, I'm gonna start from the So, I've been holding a grudge against my dad for a while now because I never really forgave him for leaving me, and I was scared that if I ever let another man into my life, um, it would the same thing would happen to me again. He would leave. I'm sorry, but um, I'm just really scared that he might leave the same way my dad did. So I've been taking out all my anger on him and I don't like that. But um, I keep telling my mom that's not my fault. But it is, it is my fault because I can't really, I don't know the word for it. I can't really consult it. I don't know. My mom says it's hormones. But whatever scary Life And keep trying to forgive It's hard I keep trying and trying I let my dad call once in a while I'm in contact Not as much as I want to Honestly, I'm going to keep in contact with my dad But I have that grudge Holds me against him He keeps trying Tries the best he can I don't know why I can't forgive him he did some unforgivable things, but God tells us to always forgive. I don't know why I'm talking in a country accent. <laughs> kind of helping me cope. But sad. Um, I'm scared and stuff, but I feel like I can learn to forgive and accept things. A lot of things happen... I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, I have more to say, but it's kind of in my brain jambled up. But I should just accept the fact that my mom getting married stuff. it's just going to be hard to get used to that, because it's always been me and my mom and my brother for a while. And so... Kind of hard, just someone randomly popping up in your life it's not really random it's kind of just there in the beginning, but you never really knew it so I'm trying to let that slide in it's hard because the dad problem and he keeps trying he tries the best he can, and I know that I try to I try to let him be I try to forgive him, but I don't know why I can't it's just hard he's He's a good guy and stuff. It's embarrassing crying in front of people. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to go. Bye.
4: So, I feel like the way God has worked in my life this year is because, so, I met the Bombgirdles a few years ago, and I lost contact with them, and also Paige and some of my family, and I've been in DCS for my whole life almost, so pretty much I feel like the way God has worked is by letting, like, connecting me back with them and letting me come back to my um, hometown and stuff, and my name's Kirsten.
1: Art Adams, and on August the 7th, (coughs) I went out to my pole barn, uh, and I tried to open the garage door, and uh, it wouldn't open, so I had this idea, there's a reset button on the back of the garage door opener, it's, uh, uh, my garage uh, ceiling is 13 foot, and I have a ladder large enough, so I went to my neighbor, and we got a ladder, and it's aluminum, and we put it up on the 13th foot ceiling, and uh, I climbed up there. And I I opened the back of the garage door opener. And before I did that, I reached up and I grabbed the chain that holds it so I could lean over and push the reset button. Well, there wasn't a reset button there. And so as I'm holding onto that chain, I reached over and I grabbed that aluminum ladder, and now I'm getting shocked. 110 volts are going through me or across me, and what happened was I couldn't release my grip because that electric current was just making it harder and harder for me to let go. So I started yelling, and then after a second, it seemed like, I started screaming, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. And the thought came to me, jump off the ladder. Now I'm about five and a half, six foot off the ground. And when you're 75, you don't jump off ladder. (laughs) And so I I I couldn't let go, but I knew that my body weight would probably break it. So I, I I felt like Jesus telling me, or the Holy Spirit saying, jump off that ladder. So as I jumped off the ladder, my neighbor who was holding the aluminum ladder, I hit his shoulder because he was below me, and, and I went off to the side, and I fell, and I hit my head on the floor. And the concrete didn't crack. I was just amazed. But I did start bleeding. And I get up off the, off the ground, or off the floor, and I just started praising the Lord. In Psalm 116, this is a psalm I want to read this morning. This is Thanksgiving for rescue from death. I love the Lord because he hears and continues to hear my voice and my supplication, my pleas, my cries, my specific needs. And this is the Amplified Bible. Because he has inclined his ear to hear me. Therefore, I will call on him as long as I live. The cords and sorrows of death encompassed me, and the terrors of Sheol came upon me. I found distress and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O Lord, please save my life. Gracious is the Lord. Yes, our God is compassionate. The Lord protects the simple childlike. I was brought low, humbled, and discouraged, and he saved me. Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have rescued my life from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling and falling. And I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe and clung to my God when I said, I am greatly afflicted my uh, encouragement to you is always call upon the Lord because we don't all have all the knowledge and wisdom at every time call upon the Lord and that's what I did and, I, and I'm so grace, grateful for him saving me because my neighbor said to me and I'll get off after this Art I'm glad you got off the floor because I have heart problems and I might have had a heart attack and your wife would have come out here and said well these two boomers laying on the ground you know So we serve a living God. Amen.
9: Um, I'm Jenny Lios. I know, I, I know most of you, and I can talk to you individually, but being up here makes it a little nerve-wracking. Um, my life this year has been a roller coaster, and not the smooth metal ones, the wooden ones that leave you battered and bruised, for sure. Um, but my God has shown up every single day. And I'm going to cry, just forewarn you, but... Um, For all you mama hearts out there, you'll know exactly what this means, but watching the fruit of the Lord thrive and blossom in your children is the greatest gift you can have, and through all of this, through all of the turmoil this year, Wyatt chose to be baptized, Kellyanne chose to host a Bible study in our home for all of the teen girls, Um, I dare any of you to challenge Maggie, (laughs) she will put you in your place biblically, biblically. ask Stephanie, I don't know where she went, but ask Stephanie Um, Baumgartle, but she does it lovingly, and she does it accurately, Um, and then a couple weeks ago, Shelby chose to have her birthday dinner here on Wednesday night with her church family instead of going anywhere she wanted and instead of um, having me make her favorite meal. So just watching my children choose the church family over and over and over are the little God winks that have kept me going through this whole year. For me, I've learned how to pray again, like really, really pray Um, Many of you have gotten text messages from me throughout the year um, that has really helped me learn how to pray for others. And it's just a simple message when I'm going through my study for the night of how can I pray for you today? And that has brought me more joy than anything because it helps me get closer to each person that I have reached out to. Um, And then in September... Boy, God worked on me hard in September. I took a trip. It started out as kind of a, I just want to disappear. Just want to unplug, get away. Um, it had been really hard for me those last couple of weeks. And I knew I knew God had big, big plans for this trip because down to the day before I left, the devil was throwing everything in my path to keep me from going down to my hotel was not even booked and I had booked it and paid for it two weeks prior to this and I just laughed I was like man God must have something huge huge plan for this trip and he did Um, he worked on me with forgiveness and that one is a hard one because he didn't just stir up current forgiveness he stirred up old forgiveness Deep rooted forgiveness that I needed to heal and move on and keep going. And uh, it was hard. But at the same time, that trip was amazing. It was a complete shift in my mind, it was a complete shift in my heart. And the, the one verse that came to mind that he really showed me and is Proverbs 17.1. It's better as a dry, mor- dry morsel in quietness than a house full of feasting with strife. And I have had to learn over and over, over these last few weeks, especially, that it's okay to be in the quiet. It's okay to be still. It's okay to be alone because you're not ever really alone God is always with you every step of the way so I look forward to 2024 (laughs) um, and I look forward to how God is going to be really moving I see I feel big things that he's got moving for all of us here and for my family
10: Good morning, my name is Denise Goodell. I see lots of friendly faces, people that I know, but I see a lot of people that I don't know. We're fairly new to the church, and uh, at the beginning of the year this year, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm raising my two little, they just turned seven-year-old grandsons, and uh, they are my third family. Uh, I raised my own three kids, I've raised my oldest granddaughter, and now these two little fellas. And um, my husband died, uh, and I was so dependent on my husband. There's just things that I personally did not have to ever worry about because he took care of those things. And if you've been married a long time, you really realize how much you depend on your mate. We were married 47 years before he passed away. Um, This year, at the beginning of the year, the church stood up and helped me get involved. They knew I was struggling. And and so they've helped me get involved with Orphan Care Alliance. And uh, I went through uh, extensive training to help me with the boys. They've helped at school. Last year's school was lots of red marks. This year's school, we've had one all year. Uh, that alone is just... A miracle, if you can't even imagine. Um, we've had we had a lot of issues at the house that needed care and attention. A whole group of, of our church family came out and, and did a lot of heavy labor at my house. It made a big difference for me, things that I could have never done on my own. And uh, as we've gone through the fall, after I was involved with, with Orphan Care Alliance, I became involved right about the same time with an organization called ROC, Raising Our Children's Kids. And some things have happened through ROC that just, uh, there's no human that could have orchestrated this. I mean, you can just see God's hand all over it. On the 4th of January, Thursday, I go and have a Zoom call they, uh, Representative Flanagan calls the drug czar of Indiana. Indiana's getting opioid funds because of the um, drug addiction problem. Uh, and we're talking to this drug czar. He feels like Indiana may have some state funds that's going to help families. If, if your kids aren't taken be- through CPS, there's really no help. There's very, very little assistance for families that step in before CPS steps in. And so that's where we are in our situation. And so this conversation with the drug czar, I had written some of my story and, and given it to Representative Fleming, and she passed it on to him. He wants to have a Zoom call. He feels like there may be some funding that they can help families like us. And, and we're not the only one. There are lots of families that step in before CPS gets involved. So um, this year has been very busy, not only loving kids and taking care of home and family, but, um, you know, the devil's got his foot right in there all the time. I came to church one day. I said, let's pray, because it's, it's obvious that this is more than just what would normally happen on a normal day. And um, through that, you just can't even imagine. I mean, I, I have seen so many miracles. People that came in, fixed the floor, a, a, a broken hot water heater, a, a washer, a stove. I mean, I've had so many things just like falling apart all around me. That gets so overwhelming. And um, I, I, there aren't words to thank this church, and this family for the love, the support, the phone calls, the, the, the helps with just everything. Um, I want you all to know I really love you, and I really appreciate the opportunity to be here and be involved in this body, and uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much. God bless you all. Have a great 24.
11: morning church. I'm Gwendolyn Likens. I am um, typically would never <laughs> come up here, but um, God has completely changed my life this year. I never thought I would even go to church again. I grew up with um, a lot of religious trauma from a past church as a child, so I had a lot of anger towards God and told myself I would never come back. Um, Easter Sunday, one of my friends, Olivia, I'm sure you know her, um uh, Olivia Doan, I forgot there's two <laughs> um, invited me to church. I came here with my husband, and ever since then I never left. Um, this past summer, I decided to get baptized and that changed everything for me. I've tried getting more involved in the church. I've even started bringing what I can from the church into my job. I work in social work with kids with dcs so trying to help those families i've had i've helped a lot of families be able to keep their kids just showing them that god is here and so my husband comes with me now he's already been baptized and i now can finally bring my little sister here to show her so she's with me every sunday and my mom's come here a couple of times it's been so exciting to see my little sister thrive here and get more involved as time goes on um a few months after I got baptized, my husband and I found out I'm pregnant. So I'm really excited to just show my child what God can really do and put a very healthy relationship with God with her. So it'll be really cool next year to see what I can see in my baby. So thank you guys.
12: Hi, guys. Uh, My name is Paige. I'm not so great like everyone else. I had to write mine out, so I'm just going to read it because this is intimidating. So, 2023 started out rough. It was getting close to a year of trying to start a family with no luck, and it was sad and a tiring experience, but I luckily had a husband and very good friends who always pointed me back to Jesus. We had decided to stop trying at this point. And when it was God's time, we knew it was the right, te- right time. Sorry. In February, a good friend of mine texted me and asked if we had ever thought about adopting a little girl who was in care of a foster family here at church. Eric and I immediately started praying about this possible opportunity. We had found peace in the situation and knew that God's plans for this little girl would all work out in the end. We started to spend time with her and building a relationship with her. Um... And this prompted us to go to a foster parenting informational meeting. And Eric and I had been praying hard for God's will to be done. Um, And we ultimately decided to go ahead and uh, get our foster license. And through the long process of getting licensed, we were still open to adopting this little girl. But God's plan was bigger, and she was adopted by her foster family. And we knew this was God's plan all along. He had opened the door to our own foster journey through this family and the little girl. Yes, it was a long process, and once we finally got licensed, we said no to a few placements, yes to a few placements, and nothing had worked out, until a friend called me up and told me about a girl who had who I had previously taken care of when we when I had worked in a group home and was needing placement. So I called Eric and told him about her, and we prayed over the situation. We felt God's peace again, and so I called her caseworker and told her my husband and I were open to having her in our home.
13: Everything worked out just as God intended it to, and later that
3: evening,
12: a 16 and 17-year-old happy birthday girl walked into her home. God has been leading us to this very moment through tears, heartache, joy, and peace. And yes, we're all still adjusting, but leaning on his strength daily. I'm so thankful God's plan worked out the way it needed to because Eric and I are thankful to be a part of Kirsten's <laughs> life now. All glory to him.
13: Sandy Douglas, and I needed the Kleenexes from the time Pete was up here. (laughs) I want to illustrate what goes through my mind in every circumstance, in every praise that you've brought. You have God in front of you, God's behind you. And God's on either side. When that happens, we can't fall. That has carried me all year. In January my son lost his battle with cancer a reoccurrence and in october of 22 we knew our time frame the doctors said four months three to four months so when you're given a time frame you go out and make Every memory that you can, because you know it has to carry you. And God helped us make those memories, and God has carried our entire family.
14: The Holy Spirit, I did not want to come up here. <laughs> um, my name's Ginger Tool. This has been a year. Um, in April, I got married, um, and my prayer had been that my husband just press into the Lord. Um, he was, he's a believer, um, but my prayer had been that he just press into the Father, love the Father. Um, In September, he was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And I have seen so much growth in my husband just in um, his knowledge of the Lord, just pressing into him and leaning on the Father. And that has encouraged me because it's been a really, really, really tough time to be a newlywed and um, journey through this, this cancer. Um, But I'm so thankful to be here at this church Andy has seen the love of Christ through each and every one of you um, through meals through text, phone calls Andy is blown away um, by the love of each and every one of you and I'm able to sit back and watch the Lord work in his life and that is amazing to me It's a rough road, but I know the Lord is doing something amazing in Andy's heart, and I'm just thankful for that. And to stand up here and to say that I'm thankful for cancer, it's crazy, but it is what it is, and I'm just, I'm thankful for each and every one of you. I'm thankful for my friendships that I've developed here. I'm thankful for your prayers, um.
15: My name is Maria, and I would be here for hours if I had to list all the ways that God has showed up. Um, I'm going to try not to cry. Um, But after the tragedy that we went through in 2022, everybody has showed up so great in 23 all year. Like I said, too numerous to count. And I just want to give other people hope that even when they feel like God is not there, that He's always there in some way, and you might not see it immediately, but you can look back and realize that He never left you. And um, through this, I was connected with somebody through Amber. And I don't know if they're here today, but um, that suffered something very similar just this past October, and. I feel like God placed her or placed me in her life so that I can help walk her through that. And she's not a believer. And for Amber and myself, and I hope that through others that have helped her, that we can lead her and show her. And that's how I've seen God work.
16: My name is Mariah Pittman. I didn't see myself coming up here today whatsoever, but um, the last month has probably been one of the hardest months of my life. I lost four family members very close to me. I lost my dad's mom, and she had helped me a lot with my faith and I, I knew it was coming sooner or later and I knew it was part of God's plan that she had to go but whenever I heard that she had gone I, I was at school I was in my sixth period at the be- very beginning of class I was sitting there and I got a text I looked at my phone, my sister texted me saying that my granny had passed away that morning I didn't know what to do. I was stuck in place. I just ran out of the classroom. I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> but I just I just wanted to be by myself at that point in time. And so I went up to the office and I asked if I could call my grandma because my grandma's always has something to say and has always been there for me. <laughs> I Called her, and then I also learned the next day when the funeral was. I went, and I had never really been to a funeral before, and the fact that hers was my first one really hurt. And so, whenever I saw her, I broke down in tears. And my granny, she was a really big Conway Twitty fan. So we were all sitting there while the priest was talking, and Conway Twitty started playing. And I broke down. And it was really hard to see that happen. But I've come to the realization that it was her time to go, and it was the best thing that could have happened because she's been having pain for so many years. I recently lost my great-grandpa, and I tried my best not to cry, especially for my grandma. Y'all may know her, Terry Person, <laughs> Because it was really for her, because she hasn't ever lost really any family members. and The fact that it was her dad that went first really hurt her. So, this is funeral. This just the other day. And I'm standing there, and I look over, and my great grandma is just crying. And I've never seen her cry before. I think that's what hurt the most out of it all. But I wanted to come up here to say how God has really helped me get through all these deaths and has really pushed me through this year. I'm excited for the new year. I get to go on a trip with church, and that's really going to brighten up my year. That's a great start to my year. Thank you. Hi, my name is Ava Rosinski, and um, I've just seen God through all of the baptisms this year. It seems like there has been more baptisms this year than um, any other year that I've been here, and I just want to give God all the glory for that Um, and just have seen so many people come to God and just grow in their faith. So all glory to God.
17: Don't step there. All right. um, Ava led to a good segue here. This is a list of all the baptisms that we've had this year. Um, January 15th, we baptized Michael and Julie Bukashwa. We baptized Laura Loop. We baptized Colton Jen- Jenkins and Shelby Winholt and John Schubert and Zeb Brzezinski and Connor Shepherd. Joshua King. J- June 29th, baptized Naomi Leffler at Wonder Valley uh, Camp. July 2nd, baptized Wyatt Lyles. We baptized Christ- Crystal Potowski. We baptized Brandon Riley and John and Ashley Parsons. Gwen Likens, Amelia McKinley, Alana Haggard, Amanda Coons. Lincoln Westling, Michael and Jessica Allen, Danny James, Carrie Westling, Christy Madison, and Mary Henderson. Did I leave anybody out that got baptized this year? here. Um, that's 20, 26 baptisms. God is alive and well.